Hi, I'm Dean Anerchuk, chef of the Firehouse Grill. I'd like to invite you to experience some of my original creations and traditional favorites too. From sushi and sashimi to prawns, pasta, ribs, tenderloin, jambalaya, and more. All made with fresh ingredients, locally supplied, and starting in November, Sunday brunch. At Firehouse Grill, you'll enjoy casual dining in a high-end atmosphere. Meals that are reasonably priced, outrageously delicious, served by fantastic staff. The Firehouse Grill, 7 Victoria Avenue in downtown Nanaimo. St. Mary the Protectress Ukrainian Orthodox Parish invites you to join them for church services Saturdays at 4 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. Stock up on homemade pierogies and pies and enjoy their monthly pierogi suppers. St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Parish, 594 Carlsway in Parksville. Hey, this is Garnet, and when I'm not playing retro video games, I'm listening to the mighty 101.7 FM CHLY in Nanaimo. This is Pavlina, host of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Join me every Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for news from Ukraine, great Ukrainian music, folklore, and factoids for the culturally curious. Here on CHLY 101.7 FM.
And from the United States of America, that is a group called Malve, and that translates into uh, the Ukrainian word for hollyhock, the flower. And that is a tune called Seretsa which means smiling hard, and that goes back quite a few years back to, I think, about the 1980s. It is a song that was uh, very popular on the first incarnation of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio in Vancouver in the early 1990s, and uh, that is a find a very recent, because it's the first time you've heard it on this edition of Nash Holos. I found it on the internet. Uh, somebody posted the whole album, and uh, that's done quite a bit out there, much to the delight of um, just about anyone visiting YouTube, and especially handy for radio producers and hosts. Vitaya vas vsikh shinovni radio sukhachi na radio peredachu Nash Holos Radio Krinskoho Korinya. Yakat hodietsi vam si hodni tak ki kojni sededer za donatsutoi do trinatsutoi hodene nakveli CHLY oden nul oden sim FM umisti nanaimo. Diako yushtori shole perebute zname na stupnek dvo hodeme maimo dojetsi kabina vene nasionishni programi i chudovu krinsku muziku. Hello there and welcome to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Coming to you live, I'm your host Pavlina. I'm here for the first hour and I was struggling to tell you that Oksana is not yet here, but I expect her to be here to join us for, to host the second hour of Nasholos in Ukrainian. So thank you so much for tuning in today. This hour we've got a great program for you. Starting out, uh, we've got Ukrainian Jewish Heritage and that is a book review about a brand new book that is shedding new light on the Holocaust, in particular uh, the role that uh, the uh, Babanyar, a uh, location in Kiev in Ukraine, that uh, plays quite a large role in the whole symbolism of the Holocaust. So stay tuned for that as well. We've got an interview with Taras Kulish from Toronto. He'll be telling us about an interesting event that took place recently in Toronto and a sort of a new direction in uh, some of the narratives surrounding Ukraine. As well, we've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And well, the internet is great for finding old songs. It's also great for finding new songs. And uh, here is a group now. Um, I just found this last night. It is uh, quite, um, I think, an absolutely beautiful song. And it is by a group called Khrushchi and called Pavuchok. <laughs> Yeah, 
паучок на бисто, життя усе плете, паучок на бисто, і життя своє лай, лай-лай-лай-лай. with Sylvia Molnar. Tips for Ukrainian cooking. Hello, everybody. It's time to celebrate the egg, this marvel of nature so fragile yet powerful enough to sustain life is a treasured gift to all cooks, from those who can barely boil an egg to others who regularly whip up chocolate souffles for dinner guests. Eggs elevate souffles to an airy lightness, make cakes moist and custards creamy. Transform oil into mayonnaise, lacquer oven-bound bread, and make a mean egg salad sandwich. And what would breakfast be without eggs over easy, scrambled on toast, or poached for eggs benedict? Eggs have even infiltrated our vocabulary. There are good eggs and bad eggs, nest eggs, and egg on your face, not to mention all your eggs in one basket. Now, here's a lovely crunchy macaroon recipe. It uses egg whites only. Another name for these fabulous cookies is Kozak Kisses. Put four egg whites, one and a half cup sugar, one tablespoon of lemon juice into the top of a double boiler. Beat with an electric beater for 8 to 10 minutes. Yes, you can do it. It's easy. Just stand there and watch the time. It goes quickly when you're having fun. Remove the mixture from the stove and add about 2 cups of chopped walnuts. Line a baking pan with parchment paper that has been well greased. Drop from a spoon in round mounds. Press a candied cherry into the center of each cookie. Bake in a 300-degree oven until set and delicately brown. This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nasholus Audio Archives.
Рута, рута, на тіруті квітка. Шалуй мене, мій маленький, боняли шкрихітка. Як не нимиш шанувати, не будеш нямати. Бо я тобі не грушечка в саду коштувати. Бо грушечку покуштуєш, та й далі закинеш. А без неї молодої марноти загинеш. Було тобі не рубати зеленого дуба. Було тобі та й не брати, коли ти не люба. Hey! Було тобі не рубати зеленого дуба, було тобі та й не брати, коли ти не люба. Було милий не ламати зелену лішину, було милий та й не брати молоду дівчину. traditional Ukrainian folk song called Oy Upoli Ruta Ruta and that translates as There is a Red Rue in the Field and that was performed by Volodymyr Virminsky. Vyslukhite radio peredachu naš holos radio krinskoho korinja na radiostansi CHLY oden 017 FM umisti nanaimo. Hovoriz Pavlina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host Pavlina. Taras Kulish of Toronto has been a frequent guest here on Nash Holos, and uh, he's been giving us updates over the last, oh, almost two years now about a project that an organization he's connected with, Hope Worldwide, 
um, has been working on in Ukraine, and this is a project called Helping Hand for Ukraine, and it deals with um, IDPs, internally displaced persons in Ukraine, who are fleeing the war. They've lost their homes, their livelihoods, um, their uh, often their loved ones uh, to the war in eastern Ukraine, and so now they're uh, dealing with post-traumatic uh, stress syndrome, and Taras is organization is helping to he's supporting Ukrainian health professionals in Ukraine and helping to develop a system to help deal with these uh, internally displaced refugees. Now, recently, Taras contacted me with something that uh, is sort of a different direction that, in addition to this, humanitarian aid is something that is necessary and is never going to go away. But um, there is another way of looking at things as well. And uh, Taras recently hosted an event that dealt with the free trade agreement that recently was signed between Canada and Ukraine. And it took place recently. There were some prominent members of the local community Community as well as from Ukraine that spoke to this. And so Taras is on the phone now to tell us um, a little bit about it, the significance of that event, uh, what what happened, what was discussed, and uh, maybe another direction that uh, we're going to defeat um, the enemy that is waging war in Ukraine right now. So Taras, welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me again. Appreciate it. Well, it's great to hear um, from you what's going on. It's it's wonderful to have people on, you know, once to tell us about what they're doing, but to keep us updated because these things don't just happen in a vacuum. Well, sure. And, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, the, the Hope Worldwide uh, project, uh, Helping Hand for Ukraine. And, uh, you know, the situation continues, uh, obviously, as we all know, in Ukraine. And uh, we just um, received uh, some, some recent stats, and the, 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 the numbers of IDPs have, have continued to go up from when I first got involved to, you know, 1.3 million, uh, from 1.3 million. And now we're somewhere between 1.7 and 1.9 oh, uh, million. So the numbers are certainly going up. Right. And um, you know, and, and there's still there's still a need. Uh, I I I don't know if uh, we can necessarily see that say that the that these needs will be forever, uh, but uh, they're certainly they're certainly there uh, for the for the the next few years, and we have to think of um, uh, you know all the aspects of uh, of bringing help. Uh, to uh, to the victims uh, of uh, of this war, and and that goes from you know soldiers to uh, to widows uh, and to children as well. In our group, Hope Worldwide, we focus on the children. We mm-hmm. focus on bringing uh, you know psychological help uh, you know to them. Uh, but at on the other hand, I'm also you know uh, a lawyer, and I do a lot of work with uh, international companies. And um, and so I have an interest in uh, in 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 free trade uh, between um, between Canada and other countries and and we've recently, as you mentioned, there was recently a free trade agreement that was signed between uh, between Canada and uh, you know Ukraine, and it's a it's a significant uh, agreement. And so um, I uh, I had come across an article that was sent to me. Uh, by uh, Katarina Maxim of uh, uh, the press center of Euromaidan, and this article was was called "Why Ukraine Should Switch Its Rhetoric uh, from War Victim to Country of Opportunities," 
and uh, this article is dated September 21. And just the day before, uh, on September 20th, we held um, a Canada-Ukraine uh, free trade agreement forum. It was actually called a Canada-Ukraine friendship evening mm-hmm. uh, at the Albany Club, and um, because we wanted not just to, uh, you know, discuss about, um, you know, trade opportunities, but we wanted to present, you know, Ukraine uh, and uh, Ukrainian Canadians more as a uh, as a whole, uh, and and that includes, you know, the diaspora and uh, and trade opportunities, uh, but it also includes the arts and and music, and uh, you know, myself having grown up in a uh, in a in a musical family, um, you know, my father in Montreal was uh, a founder and director of uh, of, uh, of a choir and uh, youth orchestra, uh, which was called Trembita. The choir was Boyan. Yeah, really? Oh my! Yeah. I didn't know it was your father founded. Well, wow. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, you know, so growing up in that atmosphere, I I I know that you know. Culture and arts is a very important component of the Ukrainian uh, fabric, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and so we had um, uh, we had an, uh, an art exhibit exhibit at this uh, function, mm-hmm. and uh, and that was um, the paintings and, and sculptures were provided by Gallery uh, Bespala Brown, so Ludmila Bespala Brown uh, and her husband. Um, they founded this gallery, and and they showcase not just Ukrainian artists, but uh, many interesting artists, and and uh, you know in, from Italy and around the world and and Ukraine. So they had Ukrainian pieces there, and then we had um, we had musical performances by um, uh, a couple of uh, Ukrainian uh, artists. There was Mira Solovyanenko. From Ukraine, who's uh, who's an opera singer of uh, uh, you know some renown, and uh, she just uh, enchanted uh, the you know the audience, the people who were there. I mean, at this meeting we had for a Tuesday night, uh, competing with the World Cup of hockey that mm-hmm. was going on, we had we had nearly 40 people there. Mm-hmm. It was a nice crowd. Uh, and you know, just to give uh, your listeners a sense of uh, who was speaking, there was uh, Zenon Potichny, who is the president of the Canada-Ukraine Chamber of Commerce. Uh, there was, uh, and and he obviously spoke about the you know the free trade agreement mm-hmm. and uh, some of the strengths of uh, of Ukraine. Uh, we heard from. Uh, uh, the Consul General Ambassador Andriy Vesolovsky. Um, I learned at that uh, uh, function that his title is actually Consul General Ambassador. So I had thought he was just uh, the Consul General, but he has functions uh, which um, which give him uh, the title of Ambassador as well. So uh, it was it was very it was wonderful to have him there and, and to hear him speak and and I think what was good is that he you know he addressed uh, you know some of the problems of uh, of corruption and uh, so it wasn't a, sort of a, a, a whitewashing it mm-hmm. was a very sort of a frank assessment of uh, of Ukraine and even you know Zenon Petitchny was able to because he he uh, he's the president also of Shelton Petroleum and he was telling a, a couple of war stories about uh, you know some rigs uh, for drilling getting stuck at the border 
and these mm. rigs, you know, came from Europe, and they were all uh, European standard approved. Um, and so, uh, you know, they they uh, were able to share some of these stories. But then we had um, we had uh, other speakers. There was um, there was Brian Crombie, mm-hmm. who is. Uh, um, uh, actually, the the husband of the mayor of Mississauga and founder of uh, Crombie Capital Partners, um, Bonnie Crombie is half Polish, half Ukrainian. So uh, Brian has been to Kiev uh, in his previous life as a, an executive with uh, with BioVail, uh, mm-hmm. founded by Eugene Melnick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, so Brian is very familiar with um, with Ukraine, and he spoke about. The power of community and and how the the great strength of the Ukrainian Canadian community and the diaspora is sort of the backbone of this uh, free trade agreement that was uh, that was recently signed, and um, we had uh, um, uh, Alexander Romanko, who is a specialist working at IBM, and he spoke about. Um, about the IT opportunities in Ukraine. So we really, uh, I think, you know, in keeping with that, the theme of that article that came Mm. out a day later, we really presented, um, you know, Ukraine as as a country of opportunity and certainly addressing the, uh, and the ambassador did a good job of this, addressing the situation, uh, the the strain on the Mm -hmm. public budget of of waging an undeclared war. And, uh, you know, but but I think, you know, starting to have the pendulum shift a little bit more in terms of saying it's a, you know, we're dealing with a, uh, a Western country and, mm-hmm. uh, and a country that, um, that does need help from Canada to make progress uh, with, with issues such as rule of law and anti-corruption and things like this. Um, and, uh, and you know, having having trade with Canada is certainly one way of advancing, let's say, that goal or that agenda. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and we've we've I've I've been at conferences where I've heard um, uh, former Supreme Court of Canada uh, justices talking about just that issue with Ukraine and saying that it's it's you know as business people or as you know in particular as lawyers it's it's our canadian uh you know rules that if we hold to them and insist on them when we're dealing with with ukraine that that is what will impact uh you know the these these issues which are like you know the elephant in the room it well indeed and i i think it's a matter when you talking about rooting out rooting out corruption I, I think people think of just you know getting rid of people entirely without giving them a chance for redemption and it might be that the corruption is simply be, you know a force of habit it, it could be just basic ignorance could be fear all sorts of things but then you start changing um, you know if you come with this uh, position of strength and um, um, I guess determination and you know certainly you know a solid set of rules as you say and uh, you know you, unwa- you you follow them unwaveringly then you know people learn and you know fall into place and then um you know it doesn't necessarily go away corruption never goes away entirely because we're all human sure. beings but but it certainly I mean it doesn't go away in Canada uh, no kidding and, you <laughs> know and, go there. and so so we're not we're not 
we're not perfect, but we, uh, you know, we we do have in place, um, a you know, a set of a yeah. system, a set of rules, and, and, they uh, work. and yeah, and I think by and large, you want to, uh, you want to influence, um, you know, Ukraine in in a positive way as mm-hmm. possible, and so having. Um, you know the free trade agreement uh, uh, just um, you know signed recently signed, and having groups like um, uh, you know the Canada Ukraine Chamber of Commerce um, act as uh, as in in one sense lobbyists, but also as facilitators for um, for other Canadian businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the 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 thinking is is that it's not just for Ukrainian Canadians, you know, to do business with Ukraine, but it's it's for it's for Canadian businesses as a whole to right. do business with Ukraine, and that's where um, you know the diaspora can help. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canadian Ukrainians uh, can help with um, uh, you know in in all kinds of ways, whether it be in uh, facilitating or whether with with business acumen uh, or, or legal work. Or just simply um, doing business like Canadian Tire outsourcing IT to Ukraine. Sure. For example, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, and Eugene Roman uh, is someone who's, uh, he spearheaded that whole, uh, that whole movement there. And, um, you know, the uh, recently... The, the the Chamber of Commerce held uh, a forum, a business forum in, in Toronto, and that's where the free trade agreement was rolled out. And, you know, the whole concept of U- Ukraine being a brain basket as opposed to the grain basket. Right, yeah. So yeah. Uh, there's, 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 there's good news. Uh, there certainly is. Uh, troubling news all the time, and so um, you know, I, I don't think uh, we're out of the woods yet. No. Uh, and uh, you know, there is a bit of a pendulum, and so it's it's good that uh, you know it's a good time that these things are coming about. So yes, we still have to do. We've got a lot of work to do. For instance with our organization and Hope Worldwide and, and Helping Hand for Ukraine, that program there. Mm-hmm. A lot of work to do mm-hmm. to do there. Um, but it's also good uh, for us as professionals and business people that there are now these, these structures in place and that, um, uh, you know, Ukraine is, uh, um, is a potential land of opportunity. Indeed, and I guess we'll be hearing a little bit more about that. Now, you've got an org, um, an event coming up fairly soon. Yes, yes, that's true. Uh, so this is more of a of a cultural event, okay. and I think uh, this goes in line with um, you know some of the things that I'm trying to be involved with and and work with, so that uh, when we bring uh, you know. Ukrainian performers uh, over that it's not just for a Ukrainian Canadian audience mm-hmm. and uh, so there is uh, going to be happening uh, in now less than two weeks on October uh, 16 at uh, the Mississauga Center for the Performing Arts they're going to be having a Colors of Love International Concert and uh, so this was um, uh, you know is the the I, I suppose the the people behind it 
um, have put together a group of uh, six international artists. So we have uh, from uh, you know from Canada, more of a, a, a native uh, Canadian Aboriginal artist, from Ecuador, from Nigeria, wow. from Poland, from Pakistan, and then we have uh, Mira Solovyanenko from Ukraine, who who did perform at the event that we had at the Albany Club on the 20th, and she's one of the six international performers. So, uh, you know, we're looking forward to that, and certainly, um, you know, we want to encourage anyone who's in the in the Toronto Mississauga area on uh, September sorry October 16 mm-hmm. um, you know to uh, to buy a ticket to to participate in the event and to certainly to encourage uh, you know our um, it's not a contest but you know our Ukrainian our Ukrainian uh, entry to this program yeah okay. and mm-hmm. uh, but then also to be exposed to you know to other cultures Indeed. and and I think that's really you know, one of the strengths of of, of Canada mm-hmm. that we have all these uh, you know these influences. We're really um, you know a, a world nation. In, yes, yes, definitely, and that is we're all we all take a lot of pride in that, and um, also the fact like our community takes a lot of pride in the fact that we have quite a bit to do with building that um, that kind of community. So, thank sure. you, thank and you. And I think I think this like this concert is a is a nice opportunity mm-hmm. for um, for there to be uh, showing support, but also a blending of the different communities. Yes, yes, and that networking is really what what is necessary to help Ukraine break out of. Um, you know the situation that it's in, and uh, break out of the stranglehold that uh, the Kremlin has had for four centuries, I think, or so. So, thank you so much, Tadas, for sharing the information about uh, these two events and the work that you're doing in Ukraine through Hope Worldwide. I hope we'll speak with you again soon, and uh, just let people know where they can find out details uh, to get a ticket for this uh, event coming up on October 16th. Sure, absolutely. Well, um, there's there is the you know Colors of Love uh, .ca uh, website, and you could purchase tickets off of the website. I'm also putting a a group of my friends together. So if you're uh, if you're connected with me on Facebook or want to be connected with me on Facebook, you could just send me an invitation, uh, and uh, and and I'm putting together. I've got an event uh, page, uh, Colors of Love. Uh, friends of Taras Kulish, so I'm putting together. Want to get a block mm-hmm. of people together so we can go together and, um, you know, and certainly uh, cheer on uh, and applaud uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mira's performance, um, and and also, um, you know, show uh, show the, the the rest of the crowd that you know there's a good group of uh, of Ukrainian Canadians who are there, and uh, so that's um, that's an opportunity to do something together. It almost makes me want to move to Toronto, Tadas. Oh, I <laughs> almost. I'm, I almost exactly. I I, I love uh, British Columbia. I've spent a lot of time out there, so uh, I think once you're there, it's got to be very difficult to leave. <laughs> but it's nice to visit, and although I won't be coming to this one, um, perhaps uh, another time. And Absolutely. So many great things going on, and this one, October sixteenth, sounds wonderful. Colors of love, and that's taking place where? That's uh, at the Mississauga. Uh, uh, Living Arts Center okay. uh, at the Hammerson Hall, and, and that was this—that's the same hall that uh, 
uh, they had the um, Miss Ukraine inter, uh, International uh, contest, or um, that was or just just in the summer. Okay, great Ukrainian imprint on that uh, yes. that venue. Okay, yes. Tadas, thank you so much for joining us, and um, hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Okay. okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Taras Kulish from Toronto, and um, he was speaking with us uh, about his work with Hope Worldwide Canada, as well as uh, some interesting events going on in Toronto. If you happen to be living there and tuning in from there, or if you're planning to visit, um, do check it out, colorsoflove.ca, or go to Facebook and hook up with Taras Kulish, and uh, you'll find out what's going on in Toronto on a regular, ongoing basis. Visukite Radio Peridachu Nash Holos Radio Krinsko Hokurinya Na Radio Stansi CHLY Oden Nul Oden Sim FM Umisti Nanaimo Hovarit Pavlina You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo I'm your host Pavlina Just give me one last Ukrainian kiss. 
Nikki Rubin with a song called Ukrainian Kiss, and that is about the third remake that he's done uh, recently, um, just in the, within the last few weeks, um, that arrived uh, in uh, Nasholos Library just uh, a week or so ago, and um, that is a song that he made popular when he was on the bar scene and the nightclub scene in Kiev all back in the early 2000s, perhaps the 1990s as well. Nikki Rubin is actually a Brit, and uh, he fell in love with Ukraine and perhaps a few who may have given him a Ukrainian kiss. Again, Nikki Rubin with Ukrainian Kiss. Coming up next, Chetamshena from Montreal, and this is uh, a song called Rosidesia Tumanoshku, and that's something that we're seeing a lot uh, these days, The Mist. Rosy, 
And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baeger. It was always a very scenic area of forests and ravines, a very pleasant green zone on the edge of the city. Picturesque. It was once known as the Switzerland of Kiev, innocent and bucolic. All that changed over the course of a couple of days at the end of September 1941. Babin Yar, on the outskirts of Kiev, became a global symbol of the Holocaust and entered the language as shorthand for unfathomable cruelty and unprecedented loss of life. Babanyar was the site of the murder of nearly 34,000 Kievan Jews that dark September. The killings continued over the next couple of years during the German occupation of Kiev, with continued shootings of tens of thousands more Jews, as well as the Roma people, the patients of psychiatric hospitals, Soviet prisoners of war, Ukrainian national activists, Communist Party members, and ordinary residents of Kiev taken as hostages. We are still coming to grips with this legacy. Now a new book, entitled Babin Yar, History and Memory, is dedicated to the commemoration of the 75th anniversary of Babin Yar. This book, sponsored by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, is the result of the collaborative effort of scholars working with the editors Vladislav Hrinevich and Paul Robert Mogochi. The scholars are from various disciplines in Canada, France, Israel, the Netherlands, Ukraine, and the United States. All the contributors were united by a desire to inform the international community about the history of one of the 20th century's most terrible human tragedies. They also wanted to underline the importance of preserving its memory. At the center of the book, of course, is the history of a Nazi crime. But this history is a departure point for a deeper discussion. The book also covers the politics of memory and forgetting from the Stalinist period to the present day and the cultural memory of Papin Yar. The contributions to this volume are based on documentary sources and academic research. The essays provoke questions for further discussion, especially since the various authors may raise the same questions, but do not always arrive at the same answers. As the editors in the introduction to the book point out, this most recent anniversary of the Babinier tragedy allows us to understand that the past is not some construct set in stone, forever fixed in place. It is instead a dynamic phenomenon open to new discoveries. Every era and every generation contributes its own vision and interpretation of the Babinier tragedy. These are expressed in a variety of dimensions. Finally, it is important to point out there is a generational aspect to the reinterpretation of this tragedy, as every generation does this in its own way. The book also poses questions, especially to those who were born in an independent Ukraine. What is Babin Yar in our memory? And how does this memory fit into our understanding of the past, and into the philosophical and ideological picture of the present and the future? As the editors remind us, to know and remember the Babinyar tragedy means not allowing such a crime to be repeated. And in the Ukrainian experience, Babinyar is also a symbolic farewell to empire 
and its mythological legacy, a return to the work of sadness and the formation of a culture of mourning. As Norman Neymark of Stanford University points out in his preface to the book, Babanyar is in many ways still unfinished business. There is no consensus on how to memorialize the Kievan Jews killed there. There is also considerable confusion about how to deal with the multiple interests of victim groups, in addition to the Jews who lost substantial numbers of their people at Babanyar. But as Neymark writes, one thing is certain. Babanyar will be remembered in Ukraine. In the wake of Ukrainian independence in 1991, the Orange Revolution of 2004, and the Euromaidan demonstrations of the winter of 2013-2014, Ukrainians and Jews have linked arms to honor those who perished at the hands of the Nazis during the war. Babanyar unites their common grief and inspires common hopes for amity, justice, and truth. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. Here's what's happening this week in Central Vancouver Island's Ukrainian community. Father Chad Pavlishin and the parishioners of St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church in Parksville invite you to join them for services Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., followed by fellowship in the hall. As well, every Sunday from noon to 1 p.m., you can stock up on homemade pierogies, pies, or both. St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church is located in Parksville at 594 Carlsway. For more information, visit them online at vanisleparochial.ca. Father Theo Machinsky and the parishioners of St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church invite you to Divine Liturgy every Saturday at 11 a.m. and Sunday at 6 p.m., followed by Fellowship in the Hall. Their hall and kitchen facilities are also available for rent. St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church is located at 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo, just off Norwell Drive. The Vesna Ukrainian Dancers rehearse every Tuesday evening from September to June at St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Parish Hall, 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo. For more information, email vesnadancers at gmail.com or visit their Facebook page to find out about their local live performances. On Saturdays at 6 p.m., tune into the Vancouver edition of Nash Holos on AM1320 or streaming online at am1320.com. As well, the international edition of Nash Holos airs on AM, FM, and shortwave radio in over 20 countries on the PCJ radio network. And here in Nanaimo, Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasts live every Wednesday to the north and central Vancouver Island, Gulf Islands, Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and greater Vancouver listening areas. So at 11 a.m. every Wednesday, please join Oksana and me for two hours of fun and the best in Ukrainian news, folklore, and music. Here on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. 
In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nash Holos on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website, www.nashholos.com. Winnipeg, Manitoba. That was the female beat from their CD, Sealed with a Kiss. That is their third CD. And uh, traditional Ukrainian folk dance. Well, actually, I found out it's not really Ukrainian folk dance, but for all intents and purposes, for as many events as you hear it, uh, certainly we claim it as, along with a lot of other people, as one of ours, the seven-step waltz. Psyuhodenu bulazvame pavlina nahadziu vesluhite programu nash holos radiokrinskoho korinya salashaitisya zname nastupnuhodenu. Dali peredayu mikrofonu oksani zaprosiyu posluhite trohe proistoriyu i tradeci rozpovist oksana. Ala peretem yakhochu zalashitavas tikema slovame mudroste. Nebulo i nebude tam dobra dezhoda nema. And our proverb of the week translates as, Harmony is the father of all good. Well, that about wraps it up for my hour. And we've got one last toe tapper for you. The Great Plains Kalameka with the Canadian Rhythm Masters, also from Winnipeg. And that brings us to the end of the first hour of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio today here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour. Meanwhile, please join me here again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. And until then, do stay in touch with Oksana and me on Facebook and Twitter. Like our Facebook page and check out the Nasholos website where you can get the podcast links and other 
other information. That's www.nasholos.com. So stay tuned next for the Nasholos Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by World Beat Canada with Vancouver's Cal Coat, and at 2 p.m. Jukebox Oldies with our own Bobby B. Cool. I'm Pavlina. Thanks so much for listening. Do zusrichi. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.